2: Learn more at marines.com.
1: So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us?
2: hello everybody and um, that's much better hello everybody and <laughs> welcome to for the love of podcast i'm um, just waiting on Patty; he'll be on any minute now so don't worry you don't have to go through my turgid ramblings all on my own he is on his way um, here to talk to you tonight about aston villa versus leicester but just in the interim while well, we do wait for the most reverend and exalted patrick kelly to to arrive on to the podcast um Couple of um, couple of couple of links today. Transfer talk is getting fully into motion, and it looks like we've um, we have a, a spotting of uh, a nice Wednesday a Wednesday night in Marseille. I could think of a lot worse things to do than to spend a Wednesday night in Marseille, um, having the having the three wise men the the, the brains trust in Perslo, uh Johan Lang and uh, and Stephen Jarred in the Stad Villa if I'm not mistaken is what the, uh, the Marseille Stadium is. Although I think they might have changed the name of it recently. Um, there to see Marseille versus Nantes. So the rumour mill is in full swing as to who they're there to see. Could be anyone from William Saliba, centre-half, to Boubacar Camara. My money is on probably Boubacar Camara. Based on the fact we were linked to him in January and uh, we did a podcast here on for the love of palmer grab video we, we podcast and everyone were linked to uh, at some stage so uh, you guys can go and look and find that because I remember I was really excited about him uh, he's, a, he's somebody who's on a free transfer um during the offseason just coming so maybe the guys could have been out there and they could have had quite a lot of briefcases of cash to try and uh, try and do a deal because pre-contract agreements can be signed now because if you're if you're moving from um, from one league to another. So if it's outside your league, you can sign pre-contract agreements at any stage after the 1st of January. Uh, after the 31st of January, I think it might, e- might even be. Um, So something could be afoot. Who knows? Look, Rumour Mill is in full flow. Could all be a lot of bullshit as well. We know that as well. As it said, as Douglas Renham from the IT crowd said, there was rumours, there were rumours, but that turned out to be bullshit. Um, so be expectant of anything like that to come up during the during the uh, the transfer window. But it would be exciting. It would be an exciting one. And you can catch our um you can catch our previous podcast on uh Kamara if you missed it or even if you want to go back and have a refresher or I will go back and have another watch again. Um so good stuff. During the I, I have tried as well. I have tried and failed and I'm gonna to have to re-record it. I'm gonna do it actually after this um while I'm I've got a head of steam up. Um, I, I, I and I might even give you a little sneak peek into what my my uh, diagrammatic piece on Stephen Gerrard's game so far are. Might even dig out the piece on um, on Leicester, and we might look back at it, uh, look back at what the last game was. When we're looking forward to this one as well. Paddy's here though, so I'm going to bring him in. I'm going to take a look at it, but I will record the the Stephen Gerrard piece and pop it up afterwards. You guys might find some value in it. I thought it was really interesting to see the combinations that he's played, the substitutions he's made, the formations that he's played, the scores that we've had, and little pieces like that. So you guys might find it interesting um, when you when you see it. And hopefully, I should have that up by probably around midday tomorrow. Anyway, here's Paddy. Paddy, oh, we're very big, Jesus. Yeah, that's much. Um, Paddy, how's things? Good in yourself. Things are good. Things are good. Watching football here, looking at the scores, trickling in. Uh, Arsenal-Chelsea looked like it was a bit of a banger of a game. Leicester are foes at the weekend. Um, Nice to have a team playing on a Wednesday and then having to play again uh, at the weekend. So Leicester are playing uh, Everton at the moment, up 1-0. Uh, mm. nil. not scoring in the first five minutes. But to be honest with you, both teams don't. like. Neither team looks like they're playing brilliantly. Um, In the game, obviously, Leicester can see the game out against Everton. They should be able to, considering the bad run Everton around. But just keeping an eye on, on, on the scores as they trickle in there, Paddy. How about yourself?
1: Uh, well, I've been out actually playing football all the evening, so I only just cut the scores there and then I had a Wi-Fi issue, which delayed my arrival here. But uh, yeah, my son notified me that Leicester will have played four games since we played our last game. But it's when we played them on Saturday, so I'm hoping that's a good thing and they're not on a roll. But we'll, we'll find out soon enough.
2: Yeah, and they would have played PSV in two uh, in a two-legged affair as well. So they would have actually played two games. Uh, so like in the last time we played a game, I think they've played nearly six, five games, if not six games. Uh, so we've played two games. They've played six games or something yeah. like that. So you know, not that that like the professional athletes you expect them to do that. They're used to playing in Europe at this stage. It's not like it's anything new to them. Um, but it is an interesting one, and hopefully we can play that to our advantage. Because look, we kind of—I'm not going to say we've had the hex on 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 uh, Leicester, but you know, over the last two seasons we played them pretty well. You know, we beat them. Re- we beat them in the most recent game. We beat them one last season with a smash and grab from. Um, from uh, gosh, can't even remember his name now. That guy, Ross Barkley, <laughs> and uh, you know, they they have had the hex on us, but like since Jamie Vardy has has dissipated in um, uh, since he's started to get his get his injuries, you know, we tend to or we've tended to have a bit of a bit of a nice arm, a nicer arm wrestler with them than we have in the past.
1: Yeah, um, still not 100% hopeful or, or expected anything on Saturday, but we'll. We like to prove ourselves wrong when, when we're in that. Oh, well, uh,
2: you're going to it first off. You're like, if you don't expect the Paddy's off. Paddy messaged me, and like Monday night, he goes, it's the hope that kills you. And he's after booking his flights to, to the game. <laughs> fairness, oh, no, the,
1: the flights are booked a long time. The flights were booked when uh, it was guaranteed to be on at 3 o'clock on a Saturday. I just booked the day trip in and out of Birmingham. So... uh yeah, there's a there's a great old late flight that doesn't go back till ten o'clock. So plenty of uh yeah. plenty of time to get back from Leicester to to Birmingham Airport. So yeah. So if I was going to book it now I probably wouldn't, but it's done and dusted and I'm gone.
2: <laughs> look, exactly. Look, make the most of it. The season will be nearly finished and then we'd we'll go and watch two cats pissing against a barrel if one of them was around a village jersey, you know, from the month from, from June into August. So Exactly. Uh, so yeah. make the most of it. But um, guys, before we go any further, thanks a million to everybody that's watching. If you could just give us a like, if you could hit the like button and on, uh, on, on the stream, that'd be really nice. Really appreciate it. Be nice for you guys to do that. Um, I still keeping an eye on the scores here before we go into it because let's say Everton do concede an equalizer just before the end, that might be a bit of a deadner for them. But looks like they are running through their uh their substitutes bench, bench as it is. Lookman has come on for Harvey Barnes in the 67th minute, Daka has come on for Ianacho in the 77th minute, and Amarty has come on for from, from Mendy on the 84th minute as well. Oh, Solomon Rondon has just equalized. Solomon, I, I I feel a bit like Jeff Stelling here. Oh, there's a goal. There's a goal. Look, Goodison. <laughs> I just don't have the hairy arms. Mine <laughs> no, says Richard, Richard Keyes. Keyes. Is that Richard Keys that had the hairy arms, or was it Jeff Stelling? <laughs> uh, Richard Keys, isn't it? Remember that? Maybe when TV's came in, there was a lot of complaints about how hairy his arms were. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of these days we're going to get done for libel or slander or something from one of my misremembered uh, situations but Solomon Rondon has jo- oh no sorry it's, Richard- it's Richardson, Richardson. With, his, with a Rondon assist it's just changed yeah. there in front of me 1-1 at Goodison could that keep Everton up who knows
1: that's a huge that's point for them gives awesome. them a breathing space of a game to lose so um, massive
2: point Yeah, um, not over yet though <laughs> well it's yeah, 90 plus one and, and and it looks like there's there, there won't be that much more time to play. But uh yeah, listen, look, that's a fantastic, uh, fantastic result for them. City looks like they're gonna gonna to, going to cruise to Brighton uh, against Brighton 2-0 up. Uh, Matt, Newcastle United 1-0 against Crystal Palace. So they've won nine of their last 13 games. Eddie Howe is manager of the season. There's there's no mm. one, there's there could there, there genuinely can be no other choice. they had five points when he took over. They're going to surpass forty I think it's that's mental. Of, like that is that has to be one of the biggest and best turnarounds in Premier League history. Not bad,
1: seeing as they didn't want them.
2: Yeah, <laughs> not bad, seeing they didn't want him, is right. And uh, yeah, interesting one, interesting one. There. I think he has, he has to be manager manager of the season. I just, think, I, I think there can be no other choice really at this stage. You know, it's just yeah. amazing form that they've shown. Now. Look, they've a lot of one nils got as well, you know. One nil to the Arsenal never killed them back in the day either. But uh, yeah. I wish we could get some one nils. And, and, and many actually,
1: teams won the league, won the league, grinding out one nil wins. Chelsea did it for years. Arsenal did it for years. It. Manu, Mourinho, Manu did it in fucking six and seven minutes into injury time. They did it. So yeah, yeah it's, look, he's got a tune out of them, and with a bit of money to spend, they're they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be a mainstay in the Premier League now. I'd imagine.
2: Well, of course, and a lot, like you know, a lot of people. I, sorry, guys, again, I I nearly have my comments issue fixed. I can't really see an awful lot of the comments on the side here. We will I get to as many of them as I can see in a moment, but um, you know, a lot. I've seen on Twitter a lot of people have said, "Oh, you know, it's worrying that Newcastle have leapfrogged us again." Newcastle are doing something that is rarely done in the league. If if has ever, it could be the only time this has ever been done in the league. They've won 9 out of 13 from a position of only having 5 points and couldn't even buy a draw, never mind a win, before Eddie Howe took over. Um, So I'm not as concerned about that. A win for us tomorrow, or a win for us on Saturday with our game in hand, LeapFrogs is back up to 11th position, one point off 10th. So um, I think that's what it does. That might be Mm taken into account the Newcastle... Uh, fixture or uh, Newcastle winning at the moment, but um, it'll bring us back up around that position again. Uh, at the, at the end of the day, then, Neil,
1: yeah. I, I couldn't give a shiny shite about Newcastle. To be honest, it's it's all about us. It's all about us uh growing and and, and building for the future. I presume you were talking about low Lang and Gerard before I came on.
2: But yeah, uh, yeah, I was just mentioned that they're over over Marseille. And it'll be interesting to see if they come home if they're backing up the Brinks, Brinks truck for somebody over there because I think that I think there's I think we're going to be very surprised about the money that we will spend again. Not that don't have any inside info, but Well,
1: the thing is we don't have to spend money on Camara, do we? It's just a pre contract agreement.
2: I, I can I well put it this way you know, I've never seen a free transfer go through that didn't have a big agency fee. <laughs> well,
1: agent fees aside, um, I think if you if you remember back to January, I was confident this deal was done, and I think I think they just wanted too much money at the time, considering he only had six months left on his contract, and that's why it wasn't done. So maybe maybe that that pre contract agreement was signed back then, and they're gone over the rubber stamp it tonight, or just have a look at them or
2: whatever. I don't know, um. Oh, we could we they could also be over there looking at Ludovic Blas as well from Nantes, who's another another midfielder. Now he's more of a, an attacking midfielder, or they could be looking at you know they could be looking at I don't know, they could be looking at Jerson or somebody over there. There are other players on the field too. It's just we've been linked with him, we've been linked with Bubakar Kamara. And mm. it wasn't just like a spurious link on the back page of the Sun. Sorry to any Sun listeners or watchers there that are out there or readers, should I say but it came from the likes of Fabrizio Romano. It was also backed up by, I think, Tom, Colum- Tom- I, I Sorry, I, I butcher his name. But it was a couple of other people that, um, that that backed it up as well, just at the time that we had an interest and a strong interest at the time. Um, but I think, uh, look, we'll see. Could be absolute pie-in-the-sky stuff, but that's why we love it. That's why we love it. That's it. Paddy, we're nearly, we're nearly 13 minutes in. And we're not going. To, we're, we're not going to mention the Suarez link either because I think that, like, we're now 13 minutes in, <laughs> uh, and we haven't even. We've barely. We've spoken about Leicester and Everton more than we've spoken about Leicester. Uh, Leicester Aston Villa uh, at the minute, um, but what like the, this weekend is it's it, it's a strange one, Paddy. Like how am i going to put it like there's we've never been good after we've had a break but we were we've been pretty poor before this break so something has to yeah. change you know something has to change we had we had a, a, a kind of a mini tournament friendly kind of a thing against Brentford B where we took our our fringe players to play Brentford B and hockey them um, during the week, uh, apparently there were some really good performances out there. I know that young Tim and the Tommy Riley were mentioned, and both of them, I think, actually Tommy O'Reilly specifically played in the under twenty threes the next day. I think, or, or maybe the day before, before it. So he's had two games out uh, yeah. recently. But um, I didn't see who scored any goals. But I would imagine that the goals came from the more senior players because they did mention that the likes of Traore uh Bailey and and those did play, but they didn't mention that Kearney Chuck worker played Paddy, and that's why that, that, that to me was might be a talking point because surely you would have thought that he would have been that fringe that he would have played in a game like that because he might need minutes. Or are the, are are we finally getting the changes that we that he's been talking about since Newcastle?
1: Or is he injured? I think
2: he is injured. Actually, didn't someone say yeah. that he, 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 yeah, had like... he had been
1: out? He had been for a while, so maybe he's not. Maybe he's not quite mm-hmm. re- ready. So, <clears throat> look, you're, we're we're second guessing. We don't we don't even know what the starting eleven was or who who featured other than the names that were mentioned. Um, a lot of players away. We saw a couple of them on social media on flights and leaving the country. So, um, I just hope everyone is back and in full fitness and without COVID or anything stupid like that so just, just want to get a tune out of these guys heading into the last few games of the season Um, yeah. like we we paid we paid good money we're going over next week for Norwich it's we, we don't want to go over there and look at a, at a an abject performance we want to go and see them put on a, a display and score a few goals I'd love to go and see them beat Leicester because at the end of the day Leicester are probably not we're not probably not far off Leicester at this stage so we want the performance we want we want a couple of goals because we we've, we've been a little bit shy recently so um yeah there's a lot to play but look there's there's a lot of exciting things happening we we heard Porzlo last week and we spoke about it uh, I'm guessing they're there for camara tonight we've also heard the link of luis suarez so if we if we could take camara and suarez in on a free i think we're doing okay uh, and and the only money that we're we're putting on the table is for uh, is for Philippe Coutinho. So, um, obviously, we're going to need to empty what we have. So, I think we're going to talk more about what's happening behind the scenes than we are on the pitch in the, in the next eight games or whatever is left. Because I, 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 while well, I would hope to get a performance, I just can't see where it's coming from.
2: Yeah, and as I was saying, like I, I put out a piece on Jeffrey Kondogbia during the week. Um we are gonna have more of those coming. I've got I've got about twenty to twenty five players that we've either been linked with or just players that I think could fucking play in the team. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's it's as I said, it's a hobby, it's a bit of crack, and hopefully it'll keep keep people uh, maybe thinking about types of players and stuff like that that maybe could come into the team because look There's there's some great comments here as I say like uh, there's people here in the in the comments and I can't get them to show up so I do apologise to Gary Howlett who said there here that that Newcastle will will be going for our targets in the summer if we don't finish strongly um you know there's there's other people there that have mentioned that you know Newcastle have money to spend I think we have every bit as much money to spend as Newcastle do um in this in this coming transfer window because Newcastle can't go out and blow four hundred million or whatever just like we can't and I think that. Um, I think that maybe, you know, Newcastle, we capped at 100, 150 million. And, and, and I think we could easily get up to 100 million in the offseason. Um, maybe not spend, maybe not in outward, like bidding 30, 30 million for players here or there. But like we could end up spending uh, spend it in wages and signing on fees and stuff like that for Alexis Suarez, Coutinho, um, Camara, wh- whoever else. And look, we'll debate about the merits of signing all their players another, in another podcast podcast. Um, but if the if the club do believe that the academy has got some really really good players coming up, you know, then what's the what's the downside maybe of bringing in somebody like Aswara's up top, or maybe, um, you know, Coutinho is is thirty years of age as well, um, you know, uh, for that star power and that name, it never did it never did uh, did the likes of Spurs any harm when they were trying to build their brand around the world. And look, call it what you want, build your brand with these names because, you know, people people will always come back to watch the old gunfighter like. They always yeah. will, and, uh, and that's, just, that's just the way it's always been.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot to be said for these players coming in, and if you, if you can imagine, if we had to offload strikers that were looking at Suarez and Archer up front next year, you know, that, that's fantastic. What a, what a what a player to learn off and look at the movement and training and, and stuff like that. So it'll, it'll only make the younger players stronger if they're not ready um, to be on a training pitch with these guys we uh, day in, day out. So... Um, a, lot be, a lot to be excited about, but I'm, I'm genuinely not excited about the rest of the season because th- we've obviously
2: Let lost out on- Norwich. It. Because we're going singing karaoke the night before somewhere in Birmingham. No. So I'm going over to the Norwich game. So you better be fucking excited now. And I'm doing a lot of swearing in this podcast. But you better be. I'm not going over there with you having a big grumpy head in you over at that game. Well, I'll no. be excited for Norwich match at I will not need to
1: be excited, Neil, because I'll be drunk.
2: Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that does make a big difference, doesn't it? That makes a big difference. Um, but anyway, we've done everything but talk about it, talk really talk about this Leicester game at the weekend. And um, like I think what we'll do is we we'll kind of concentrate on where we're gonna come from because look, Leicester played a game today. We don't know if any of those players came off with any niggles um or whatever the case was. Uh obviously, you know, I can't imagine Brendan Rodgers is gonna to be too happy with losing the goal lead in, in the last pretty much the last mm-hmm. kick of the game. So there might be there might be a quick turnaround for them that may not be the happiest uh, ever, plus, as you said, Paddy, a lot of games played since we last played ourselves. but let's focus on ourselves, so you know we t- we try and look at this Aston Villa team, and you know beforehand, we've always been of the opinion that the back four was untouchable in the opening credits for this, you'll see Ezri Kanza is there. Now Ezri Kanza scored two goals against Leicester uh when we played them the last day. Um, mm-hmm. but it's a very high possibility that Asrikanza, due to his two high-profile errors, well, he he slipped and had that poor header against against Spurs, which didn't help matters. Yeah, you know he may not be in in, in on the team in the team sheet now. I know I'm going I'm going to ask you this question. I fully know you want Cam- Chambers to start, but do you think that Chambers starts for him instead? Of, uh, instead at the weekend.
1: Um. Yeah <laughs> there's sweet cameras, chambers in. I've been hiding that one there already <laughs> to put up on the screen. Look, I don't see why he's never let us down. Um, for me he's been a bargain for us in January. He's done very well every time he's been in there. So just, just let him have a run at it now. Let let him see what let him see if we can get a tune out of him and, and, and enjoy what we have there. You know, if Kanza is struggling with form, maybe the break has done him good. Um can I see Chambers coming in? Probably not. I think I think he'll go with Detroit and trust it and keep it the way it is. If I was making a decision, yes, I would be bringing in Chambers.
0: Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere,
2: I, I, I kind of tend to agree with you. I, I I'm 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 kind of indifferent uh, to it. I, I I just want to I just want to and put out a team that wins. And if he thinks that Kanza is the man to meant to start there, and if we get a win with Kanza in the team, I'm fine with that. But um, that sounds like a bit of a cop out answer, and it, I suppose it is kind of really when I talk about it. But um, it's it, for me, I I think that once again I'm just going to go back to it. I don't think I, I, it doesn't matter to me who we play the two centre halves. Because unless we start out midfield, we're at nothing. And I'm going to show you guys something here now. I've just been trying to bring it up. So um, just to prove that I did I did have my homework done on the Stephen Gerrard stuff. And I wasn't uh, just making it up as I went along. Um, I'm going to share up something that I have for you here. So I've got a, a spreadsheet here with um, some links to, to the games, to formations, to partnerships. Um, statistics and stuff like that as well. Just it's a very rudimentary thing, but uh, I find it really helps me. And when I want to look back at games, I just have it all at hand. So I don't know if you guys will be able to see this here. So this is the game that we played against Leicester. It was Leicester home game. Obviously we won. And we won two one with Kanza scoring twice. And um, I had Kanza on my fantasy team that day. So uh, I was was like a happy boy when he scored two, when he scored twice. So we played with two tens that day. But the, the interesting thing here for me was, look at the way our formation set up. Obviously, we were back in the Halcyon days of having uh, that marvellous Nakamba in there. We can see where number 19 is, exactly where I would love him to be. Um, we had Tyrone Mings and Gensry Kanza were back a small bit further. So I hope you guys can see this and it is clear. Um, Ashley Young started off, off the left wing that day. Um, and uh, we had obviously Maddie Cash, but look how wide our when we played with Nakamba there. Watch how wide our um our our two midfielders could be. Now that isn't exactly a bad thing, and it, it did prove not to be a bad thing that uh, on this day because it allowed us to to protect our our um our fullbacks. Uh, it very much allowed us to protect our fullbacks. If our fullbacks wanted to go forward, because number one Nakamba was searching through the middle here, it allowed Mings to go out, but also the width that we were able to play in. this almost like. It's, a, it's not a diamond, but it's a funny kind of a, a funny looking diamond because we did have Bundia and Ramsey did play in the 10 position this day. You know, we can see here that Ramsey played very much in the 10 position here and Watkins led, led the line on, uh, on his own up top. So a really different formation, not one that we've seen very much from uh, Steven Gerrard since, uh, specifically since Marius Nakamba has been injured. Um, you will see this in, in, uh, in the in-depth analysis that I go into game by game. And you will see it when we when I go through it when I record it after this or re-record it because it was a corrupted file afterwards. So our center centre back partnership that day was Mings and Kanza. Midfield was Nakamba, Luis and McGinn. So uh we, we can see here that Luis and McGinn played in midfield. And Luis played really well in that in that eighth position, and he went on afterwards. Then we played Man City the game after this. I think we played Man City. No, we played less. We played Liverpool after this. We played Man City before this. Um, and Luis played really, really well in that position too, you know, so um, obviously having the protector here and, and, and meaning that these two guys didn't have to go as far forward probably gave us a small bit more stability within the team. Um, look at our shot map. Our sorry, our strikers there, as we said, Bundia Watkins, Ramsey. Our shot map was brilliant. Like you want to see a, a nice tight shot map like this. In in a lot of ways, we yeah. so were getting the ball back to the to the penalty area here, which was fantastic. Only two wild ones from outside the box. I could imagine this one here was John McGinn. I'd say if I had to go back and look at it, it just looked like an area he'd take a shot from. And uh, maybe this one here was a cross come shot from uh, and Ashley Young or something along those along those lines and um, substitutions made as well i've been tracking the subs but were made sansan came on in this game we had a sansan sighting really interesting one actually uh when i break down and i have some notes here on it when you break down the amount of times people have come on as subs it's actually it actually made me think oh my god, you know you wouldn't have thought you would have seen these guys as many times over the course of the year but they would have come on as subs so sansan came in for Luis. we also saw carney but the big one was a man who isn't even at the club and a man who isn't even getting many minutes, I don't think, for Napoli at the moment, is Axel Tunzebi came on for uh, Jacob Ramsey to shore things up and to go in there in that defensive midfielder position. So when you look back at the way that we played them the last time, it's really mad because we almost we had this real foresight and goal of having that anchor midfielder, having a midfielder that could anchor that position so much so that we brought on a second one when we needed to, to see out the game. Now we don't have anyone that can do that, and it's like as if we completely abandon that as 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 a tenant of our game, um, which is unexplained as of yet. Um, so just a really really interesting one. It's good to look back on the actual game itself and, and to see it. We can uh, I can I I've got a stats linked there, but. Um, you know they had they they didn't start with J- Jamie Vardy they brought Vardy on the 60, 65th minute they brought Eosie Perez on the 78th minute and they brought on uh, Kletchi and Acho on the 86th minute so they really really went for it to try and get their draw but we were able to see it out uh, for a finish and we were able to um, you know after the Harvey Barnes goal because remember as well they got a Harvey Barnes goal in the first forty in in the fourteenth minute so uh, they kind of caught us cold that time as well uh, to get their goal. Um, so that's really what we're looking at that's the that's the way the last game went that's the story of the last game and i think when we the the the, the big thing for me is and we can talk about the center back partnerships all we want the center back partnership of Kanz and Ming's works maybe if we were to play chambers inside in there in that in that defensive midfielder role i think maybe we would be better served um, in a game like this, because even looking at the way that team sets up, there's just endless opportunities for attacking there. Even if you w- did want to go wide, I really, really like it. Um, and I think, I, I think I really want to see as well. I've, I've probably seen like I like Jacob Ramsey's going to be here next year and he's going to be playing in the team. I think, and I've said, I said Spurs was probably a game you could do it as well that you could bring him off the bench if needs be. I think we need to see if Luis can play in that eight position anymore. Mm-hmm. And they bring somebody in there to see if they can play in that sixth position. Because now is the time, and, and, and Leicester is a game that I think we can experiment in. And I think we should experiment in. And I think it doesn't have to be all out experimentation. It doesn't have to be Leon Bailey playing up top in a 10 position or in a nine position with, uh, with, with Watkins. It doesn't have to be until as mad as that. Or it doesn't have to be Sanson playing in an eight position and McGinn playing in a six. I think something a bit more traditional, whereby you bring in a Chambers in there and get him to hold the fourth and see if Luis can go in midfield. Um, that's just my ramblings on it, Paddy. What, what, what do you What do you think? Do, uh, um, am I off the mark with it or
1: no? It's obviously the setup. It's going to be close enough, even even with personnel. Obviously, uh, we've got Coutinho into the mix there. Ashley Young will probably start because we're, we're going to be without Luca Dean. Uh, Nakamba. We're all hoping Nakamba will be back. So, look, the, the only the only difference I can see there is 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 where Ramsey fits in. So. Um, Ramsey will obviously keep his place, I would imagine, with with Luis and uh, Sanson on the bench. So, it, like you, you you would like to see it, I've said it already. I'd like to see uh, Sanson get a run. Um, maybe they're over there softening the blow and giving them Sanson back for for Camara. <laughs> we we'll find out soon enough. Um, but I would, I, I honestly, I want to see him get a run. On the team to see if 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 he's going to be a dud, then we can let him go with, with, with our blessing at the end of the season. But I think with a run we could see what he's capable of. So that that's what I'd like to see on Saturday um at the expense of Douglas Louise.
2: So uh let's see how it goes. <laughs> Paddy, apparently we've to we have to go up and do Jedward um on the Friday I'm, night.
1: I'm very surprised that such a clever man like Soupy Mark knows who Jedward is.
2: <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Um, no, I, I look, I, I, I'm, a lot more, I'm a lot more positive about this game than I was uh, the Spurs game, like because Spurs are a complete another juggernaut. Leicester have had a rick in them all season, Leicester can't defend corners, and um, Leicester can't defend any set pieces. Um, so Aston McPhee, go earn your money again, you know. You at the start of the season, we were raving about Laddie McPhee and everything, we haven't done a peep about him since <laughs> Bundia scored a goal against Everton about what about six or eight weeks ago you know we've because we've done very very little from set pieces now i think there's i think there's there, there's a lot in that as well it's very hard to replicate set pieces throughout the season and you'll always hear that you'll always hear a team like that's why the likes of burnley you know sometimes it's start of the season burnley start off like a train they score from corners and stuff like that but it's very hard to get longevity from it because um, set pieces are all should always be there should be an a, a, an attackers game but majority of the time it's very difficult to get them perfect and they become a, they become a 70 or maybe a 65 35 to, to a defender so you would like you should be expecting to, to clear more corners than than uh, they are scored against you in the course of a season and that, and that's just the way it goes yeah. i think you know and i think i think uh, if you look at
1: the statistics it's it's become much much harder to score from a corner it's come much much harder to score from direct free kicks everything is changing in the game so you've got you've got to look at different ways and in fairness we see a different variation of corners and free kicks in every game.
2: They don't always come off, but you do see them if you look for them. Uh, it, and like, we go, you go back to it, that free kick Coutinho took where he just lifted it over the wall and Danny Ings hit the fresh air shot against Spurs. You know, yep. there's, there's, there's little things like that, that we do try that don't come off. Um, no, here's another one. Luis Suarez might bury that at 35 years of age, but then again, <laughs> Luis Suarez might, might be too busy poking to hit off someone at the back post as well. Who knows? Uh, you know, so there's 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 ifs and buts in that one. Um, and it was a bad and like it let's not take anything away from it. It was a bad day for Dannyings, and the fact that you know, it just whatever he tried didn't really come off from a goal point of view. Um, and there's been more days than like that than they're having for both of our strikers mm. this season. Um so uh, you know, any but they're not bad strikers though. That's the thing. We could we're creating some chances and they're not bad strikers. And I and, and like that and everything else, I think we create chances again at the weekend. Um, and we will need to create some good chances because Wesley Fofana is like fecking Spider-Man back there. He just seems to just put up a web around him and and it's very difficult to get the ball off him. Against PSV the second game, he was just majestic back there. Like, 21 years of age, he's going to be the best defender in the world. He's just excellent, absolutely excellent. Um, and, uh, you know, he's come back from a bad leg break when in you know, a preseason friendly, if I'm not mistaken, just a horrible tackle. Mm-hmm. Stupid, stupid tackle, and fair play to him. He's come back, but hopefully we can run him around the place and get the ball off him and and, and create cause cause a few a uh, few errors from him at the weekend because that would be good. Um, Paddy, what one thing do you think Aston Villa are going to absolutely have to and don't say not concede goals? What do you think they they absolutely have to do at the weekend to uh to 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 maybe get a result against Leicester?
0: A whoo a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by loss. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.
1: Well, I think I think the most important thing is to get in the cambo on the pitch. I want to see him back, I want to see him firing if he lasts 60 minutes let him start the game and then just bring Luis or do whatever you got to do but getting Nakamba on the pitch uh, that, that system that you highlighted just there where Nakamba is just dropping deep into that quarterback position and mopping things up if need to be is, is how we, we can get the better of, of Leicester because there's plenty of pace, plenty of guile through the middle um, some good players there, Telemans, Dewsbury Hall doing very very well um, Harvey Barnes always has a great game against us, so I think I think if we can push them back with the midfield, if, if whoever whoever those two eights are, I think I think if we can play with those two eights and push them on a little bit, we can get
2: at them and score goals. Um, yeah, I I, I think we can score goals in this game, but then again, I think we can score goals in every game, you know. And it's not wrong to think that we can't score goals because we we've you know there's games where you've scored four, there's games where we've scored three, there's game you know. Um, it's just the problem is we concede them as well. You know, yeah. uh, we we were talking about one nil wins and the one nil wins that Newcastle are eking out at the moment. Like it's, I'm going to say it again, it's very unreplicatable as well from Newcastle United. The the winning streak that they're on is is probably it's probably unheard of in the Premier League to win nine of thirteen mm. from the position that they're in is just unheard of. And they're on a streak that will probably take a long, long time for a team that were in the shit like they were to to yeah. make again. it would it, it could. I go so far as to say the team on five points will never win nine games out of thirteen again in the Premier League.
1: More than I likely, just,
2: I just I just think yeah. that we're looking into a vortex with them at the moment, and yeah. it's just things are going things are really going right for them. They've found they've stumbled upon something, and I'm not saying they're getting lucky, but they have found something good. And I, I've said it, the Eddie Howe should be manager of the season. Like I've said it at the start of the podcast, he just should be because this is this is uncommon to to do it with uh, with a team that couldn't buy anything just probably goes to show how bad Steve Bruce is. You know <laughs> just how bad he is but how many did you say they won? I think they've won something like nine of the last 13. I just read I read a statistic before I came mm-hmm.
1: on. Keep me honest.
2: Um, look they've won their last
1: three anyway the uh Palace Leicester uh Wolves then the the last three before that um then they beat Southampton, Brighton, Brentford, uh, us, Everton, yeah. Leeds. So, so they're all teams that are in around them. In fairness, um, and then they were beaten That's... by Chelsea, beaten by Chelsea, hammered by Spurs. So they may have they may have been unlucky with the fixtures at the start. That's why I went back to check.
2: <laughs> mm. And it makes sense too. To, uh, to so even by my, reck- my reckoning, that's eight of the last thirteen, which is still a monumental f- mm. achievement. You know, to twenty-four points, I still think it's nine and thirteen. Though I maybe think when they got hammered, might have been, uh, mightn't have been the a game that Eddie Howe took over. So it was when when Eddie Howe took over, they've, they they had won eight and twelve before tonight, um is what I read, um. But yeah, uh, it's like it's like we would never i i'd be sitting here spitting feathers if if Eddie Howe had taken over Aston Villa i'd also have been spitting feathers if David Moyes had taken over Aston Villa when he took over West Ham you know sometimes teams just stumble upon something that works and yeah. uh, let's see how replicatable it is like uh, uh, into next year as well and and and, and onwards from there um mm-hmm. what i want to do is I want to show you something here let's take a look at uh, this is how Everton and Leicester set up today I just wanted to take a look at how, how uh, Leicester is set up because it's uh, it, it's an interest. Uh, I'm only looking at it for the first time. I just want to see if we can garner anything from it. So let's see there. Oops. Uh, obviously, you can see we're looking here on who scored. So if who scored are out there, thank you very much for all the great work you do. So look at the way Leicester set up. Seem to have uh, Fofana and, and uh, Evans, but they're not exposed in the middle because uh, who have we there is... So, Pereira. Pereira on the right, Pereira on the, on the right. Pereira on the right, Castaneda on the left. But who are the two central midfielders again? The two central midfielders are Mendy and Jewsbury Hall. Jewsbury Dews, Hall is eight, is he? No, Jewsbury oh. Hall is 22, isn't he? 22. Sorry, he's further on. Yeah. So, eight, eight is Tielemans. So, Tielemans and Mendy. Of course, it is. Tielemans and Mendy. And they're a nice little buffer to have there. I think they're a nice little buffer. But I'm going to say something. If Philippe Coutinho packs himself there, this is what Leeds did. Leeds tried to do this with, uh, I think it was Cook and Click. They tried to have back there. Or it was a coke and Forshaw, um, and uh, Coutinho just basically found the gap in between the two of them every single time and drove them mm. mental. You know, so not saying that there isn't exactly an opportunity there because the 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 centre halves. No, given this game, the centre halves were white. Um, then up top, who do they have? Who's number ten for them again? Uh, so you would have had Madison. Um, Madison, Madison at 10, is ten. Inge Nacho is fourteen. Ianacho is fourteen. G-G G-G Hall. And uh, and Harvey Barnes. Yeah, yeah. Go. So look, they, they they were pressing high anyway all night. You can see that. And what do our fullback or what do our our backs not like? People who press high because it means our fullbacks can't go forward. No, I don't think our fullbacks will go as far forward in this game because we will be without Dina. And much known as I love him. I, you know when you look back at the whole year in in, in focus he has been out, he statistically he's been so far forward I think maybe if we do have an Ashley Young in there you know and we just see a bit more a bit a uh, bit more of a defensive um uh, take up from our two two full backs but I think we need both our full backs to stay home as well because we can't have Ashley Young shuffling into the center and for it to make a kind of almost like a back three there if we do play in a camber and he can sit between the two centre halves like he did um, in the last game that we played, we played them, which I showed you a, a moment ago, um, then that would be really interesting. It gives us a small bit more of an impetus to go up the field, um, a, bit more, a bit more width as we go up the field. But uh, it's going to be an interesting team sheet tantrum. I know that for sure it is going to be an interest and we will be back with the team sheet tantrum at the weekend team sheet tantrum. We will be doing it again in conjunction with the Villa view. It will be here on our, on our channel as on the Villa view. So if you want to come here and watch it in familiar settings, please do. We would love to have you here too. It will up our views. If you want to watch it in the Villa view, that's cool too. We'd like to have you, have you there, but um, Paddy will be joining us from the stadium from the King power. Um, and I will be uh, joining you from back here in for the love of Pomegranate Towers. And uh, we will have uh, an update for or we will have a team sheet tantrum for you as well. Guys, we're also going to try something new as well. We're going to try a shorter video on Friday after the press conference comes out. Probably just me just talking about our Patty, one of the two of us, just talking about the press conference. If anything came up in it, just a little shorter, quicker, snappier video, trying to up content levels. To, to be honest with you, I'm I'm going to try and go. Five days, if not seven day, five or six days a week over the off season, trying to do smaller, smaller bits and pieces because I just love talking about Aston Villa. We'll see how that goes. It could be pie in the sky; life could get in the way, but we'll have a crack at that crack off it anyway, um, and it'll be enjoyable no matter what we do. But um, I think that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. We've been here forty minutes now, Paddy, and uh, it's been an enjoyable forty minutes. But I'm a bit more optimistic about the weekend than you are. I think I mean, look back as uh, and seeing. I hope that Stephen Jared and his team have had the chance to maybe self scout over the last couple of weeks or over the last ten days or whatever that 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 we haven't played a game because there are some things that just really did bounce off the page and and I don't know whether it's players have been told to do certain things that I don't agree with or maybe players aren't doing things that I uh the the uh that Stephen Jared is asking him to do but one of one of those two things would have to change I think for me first to have a bit of a bounce towards the end of the season. Um, but I still am com- more confident than that going into this game at at, at the weekend. <laughs> Don't um, you know
1: that at, at two o'clock or ten to two, when I when I log on, I will be bouncing and expecting us to win four 0 But uh, we'll see. We'll wait for then. <laughs>
2: see who see who we get to yeah. to talk about
1: in our tantrum and what way we're going to set up.
2: Yeah, Paddy, will you do me a favor when you get to the King Power? Will you check to see what the parking situation is like? Uh, and we get a we get a parking update from um, from the King Power. Just see are there many spaces around, anything yeah. like that. I well, can tell, you that, can tell you
1: that there's a lot of spaces around because they moved the stadium obviously from the. La- well, I, I was there before, but it was only outside. Um, but they moved from Filbert Street, obviously, where you were walking through someone's garden to get into the away end. That was that's showing my age now because I actually went to Filbert Street, but they moved it to a bowl. In a car park in the middle of nowhere, so yes, there's lots of car parking around for those that are interested. But we'll never move to a soulless bowl, so we'll never have to worry about car
2: parking. No, no, what was the Walker Stadium and is now the King Power Stadium? You know, is that what I called it? <laughs> no? no, 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 you call it Filbert. Filbert Street, was Filbert Street. Then they moved to the Walker oh, yeah. Stadium under Martin O'Neill, and then they moved on then from Martin O'Neill, or what was the Walker Stadium that it became? So like, yeah, there is there is a downside to to um, sponsoring a, a ground like that, because, you know, who wants to keep on having to remember what the name of their ground is? Just call it Filbert Street and leave it at that. Um, anyway. That's for a podcast for completely you know, another day. thanks very much everybody for watching for listening. If you could give this podcast a thumbs up before you leave, really, really appreciate it also if you want, if you could uh subscribe on the audio podcast really really appreciate it set for an automatic download as well as i said we'll be we'll be looking to do more and more content and try and go at five six seven days a week over the off season. Some of those will be audio only. And I'll be just putting up notifications on new, on YouTube to say that they're audio podcasts. So I'd love if you guys could help us out, maybe support us in that way as well. It doesn't cost you anything to, to subscribe on Apple iTunes or on, on Spotify or on a- Amazon Music or wherever you watch it, uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, that would be great too. Um, yeah, but thanks a million for everything you do for the podcast. Really appreciate it. We'll be back again on Saturday with a Team Sheet Tantrum. And until then, all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa.